What's up, everybody? Welcome to Worldwide Crypto and Gaming. Uh, this is the Behind the Bullshit uh, podcast. <laughs> um, you know, this this podcast is uh, unfiltered, uncensored, unsponsored. Uh, so real conversations can take place, um, especially the conversations that, that you know, content creators and, and such have behind the scenes about the uh, the BS that we go through. Whether it's positive, negative, you know, it's for growth or it's just just some straight BS. And with me today, baby, I got pro gamer tamer, baby. Let's go. Yo, what up, what up? Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, uh, man, I, you know, um, uh, I met, met you for the first time out in Vegas at the um, uh, SEMA Fest. That's right. Bro, it, hey, it was a great time, man. Uh, it really it. was. That that turnout, the vibe, just everything that we had going on there, it was uh it was it was definitely a dope setting for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So um let, let's let's get a little background on 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 the tamer, man. Uh how would you uh you know but where'd you come from? How, where'd you come from and you know how'd you pretty much get started into the whole uh programmer thing? Yeah. So uh, I'm originally from from East uh, East LA, Los Angeles. Uh, grew up playing sports my whole life: basketball, football, Raiders, Lakers, Dodgers. You you know, and you're born in East LA. You really don't have a choice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there you go, right there. There you go, right there. You know, I got the Black Mamba right behind me on the wall there. You know, all his books, everything. You know, a little yes. memorabilia there to the goat. Um, and yeah, so I grew up in East LA, played video games my entire life, played sports my entire life. Uh, growing up during the time I grew up uh, competitive video gaming, especially coming from a uh, Hispanic Latino household was not uh, looked at as an ideal career path, you know, from yeah. from your parents, grandparents. It was looked at more like, as like any, a pastime. Anybody, anybody <laughs> you know, in, in the age group above, I guess above me anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, it was it was tough. Now it's looked at as pretty normal, and you have places like Valhalla and Esports training facilities that encourage parents to bring in their kids to learn the roadmap to esports, and you know, take a look at their their skill level and receive coaching and tips, and you know, and so that's a, that's a pretty cool sight to see. But when I was coming up, video games was not looked at as something that could be taken seriously. Yeah. So I would. Even though I took it seriously, I I, I loved playing video games my entire life. Uh, I love playing competitively. Uh, and when you get older, you get more responsibilities. And me being uh, the independent individual that I am, uh, I had to do stuff to pay the bills, kind of. Uh, I come from humble beginnings, so I just I made a decision early on that I did not want to... Uh, have that same path for you know for for my children when when they come up and not have to go through the times that my parents their parents that i went through so just change kind of changing the uh the way for you know for for my family and uh i ended up getting i, I worked at tesla for seven years and i made did a you, oh yeah yeah you did you talking about the facility on fremont no, no, no. So I worked at their uh, inside sales headquarters out here in Las Vegas. That's what I, that's what that's what actually brought me out to Las Vegas. 
from okay. Los Angeles. I was, I was just asking because I worked at I worked at the plant for uh, three years in the uh, in the, uh, the their uh, test lab. I was one of the test technicians, to, you know, basically taking samples uh, and structural testing on, on the vehicles and stuff like that. Like when the uh, early days of of the Model S production. So, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I was in inside sales for their solar department, solar division. Okay. Yeah, so I did that for seven years and uh, found out I was really good at it. And competitive video gaming really took a backseat because I, I kind of saw the life that, I, that my wife and I were building uh, because of my success at Tesla. So naturally, it video gaming and, <clears throat> and competitive video gaming really took a backseat, a little bit of a back burner. And then it actually did turn into a hobby that I you know enjoy it I, I i'm competitive at heart competitive at nature so anything that i do i'm going in with the mentality like i'm about to kill this <laughs> you know there's never yeah. something that i could just do casual i always have like this competitive kind of push yeah. so um after my tenure at tesla uh i had other ambitious goals within the renewable industry renewable market for you know battery and uh solar panel manufacturers and startup companies and I always had one escape. I always had one thing that I went back to. And uh, if it well, two, there, there's basketball, and there was always video games where I could just kind of escape reality and not worry about problems for the 45 minutes or three hours that I'm playing a game for. Everything yeah. else kind of takes the backseat, gets my mind right, and it's a nice you know, escape, man. Yeah, some people do yoga, some people meditate. I play video games yeah. to, to get to get that escape and that euphoric feeling of just not having any worries. For, for that time. And I think a lot of people do need that escape of not having to worry about something all the time or always think about something that is weighing on you all the time. Finding an escape like that, whether it be painting, uh, pottery, yoga, video games, you know, it, it, that's important. So uh, I realized that I still love video games. Uh, my wife and I were able to set up a, uh, a nice, you know, um, a nice living situation. Uh, you know, we have a beautiful house out here in Las Vegas. My wife is also very successful. And I, I, there was something about this time where I made the decision to jump into this full time to become a competitive, not only a competitive video gamer again, but also a content creator. Yeah. Uh, because I, you know, I, I still have bills to pay and I have to, you know, bring home the bread. And so I just thought like a lot of people don't want to, a lot of people feel like they can't follow their dreams or it's so far fetched and it's just such a pipe dream or it's too late that they can do something and they should have did it three years ago. And then three years pass and they sit and then they tell themselves three years is not too long ago. Like I should have just did it three years ago. Like there's no way I could do it now. And then it's just the same cycle over and over. People just keep telling themselves like, it's, it's really like a lifelong procrastination of people saying like, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But they never actually yeah. do it because they're too afraid to act on it. So, uh, taking taking a leap of faith is is uh, it could be scary for a lot of people. Not too many people are built for it, but for those who are, uh, it could pay dividends. Um, you got to be willing to go broke if you want to be rich. So, love it, man. <laughs> so it was the right time for me to make the career switch. Not you know you don't only have one career path in this life. I believe in, um, you know I took one career path and it worked out for me great, fantastically, and I love it, loved it, and. Uh, the time for this career path is now. Bro, hey, that is dope to listen to you speak, man. How old are you again? I'm 33. Man, that's what I'm talking about, man. Because you know what? Hey, I ain't going to lie, man. When I was 
I was 33. Um, I still didn't have that focus. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of people, they never get that focus. They never get that drive to just, and and they never get the the opportunity to like, you know what? I'm going to make this happen. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until I was almost 40 to where I was like, you know what? I, I really like talking. I like just being out here, being social, you know what I'm saying? Networking and stuff that like, I really want to, I want to try to focus on that. And it wasn't until, like I say, it was a couple years ago when, um, when I started this channel that I was like, you know what, this is, this is my time to really get out, network, talk to people and, and do something that, that really makes me feel good inside. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's, that's how, that's how this channel got started. Uh, well, my worldwide crypto channel. And then it, it just evolved to that. And now I'm doing a little bit of a podcast thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it's like, yeah, man, you got sometimes in life, man, you just got to do what makes you happy. You just got to say, you know what I'll get, you know, let me go ahead and, uh, uh, let me go. Let me go ahead and just 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 spin this bread real quick, and and, and let me make at least some of my dream. You know what I'm saying? Happen. You know what I mean? Because you know you gotta have failures to 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 know what you did wrong, and and you know it, it's just one of those th- things of growth. You know. Man, yeah, thousand percent. I mean, attempting your dream goal or attempting your dream idea is a win all in itself. Yeah. Then all not a lot of people have the balls to actually go after their dream. Because yeah. they're too afraid to do it, and they live the life always thinking, "What if I actually did go after what I would think would be my dream job or a dream opportunity?" Yeah, yeah, it's it's and, and a lot of people, man, for a lot of people, and then you know, like you just kind of touched on, man, it's like you know, it's people say, "Oh, well, I'll, I'll do it next year, I'll do it next year," and the next year turns to ten, the next year turns to twenty, thirty, and then by you know, then it's you're pretty much on your deathbed and you, you never, you know, you never set out to do, you know, you know, something that, that could have like changed your, 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 your happiness in your life. I mean, it's not saying that you had a bad quality of life, but I mean, something, you know, having the opportunity to really uh, just, just change how you feel and your outlook on life, you know, nope, not a lot of people tend to take, they, they stuck in the same rut and, and just, just continue living life and existing, man. And it's like, most of us, we don't want to just exist. You know, we want to do more than just exist. I want to feel like I'm doing more than just existing. Man. That's, that's what you're doing, man. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You got to live your life like a dog, man. Where uh, I mean, you step out of your house for five minutes, you come back, your dog is just super excited to see you. The dog yeah. goes out for five minutes and out inside the backyard or the front yard. They're running around like it's the happiest time of their life because they understand like they're not going to be here forever. And we got to understand that too. Like you're not going to be here forever. So if you can find any kind of happiness, you have to take advantage of it. If you know that you can find happiness, you got to do it. Because if not, you're just going to be miserable. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, so how'd you, how'd you go from just, uh, um, you know, just social gamer to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm trying, you know, like what kind of time, effort, and energy have you put in to, to be on a level to be called a pro? Yeah, so uh, I'm not quote unquote a pro. Uh, I man, I see you play, it. man. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. that's premium guys right there. I appreciate that. <laughs> I play in professional tournaments with professionals, but I'm not quote unquote a licensed pro for those uh, for those competing games. I'm a part of a professional esports organization, but I myself as an individual am not a professional gamer, but I do participate in professional events. I see, you know what? I didn't know that there was a difference. 
Yeah, really, I didn't. I thought, you know, if if you if you on on a team and this and that, then like you consider you done made it, you pro. So there's you gotta you gotta actually be licensed to be called a pro player and such. Yeah, a lot of people would rather be on the content creator side, which is the yeah. side that I'm on, than a professional side because it's almost like getting paid salary and having to work overtime without overtime pay. So when you're a professional, you get paid a yearly salary. You get paid earnings from tournaments, but your mon your main money is not coming from uh, those those tournaments because you have to split amongst the entire crew, and, you know, with uh -huh. throughout the organization. So if it's a fifty thousand dollar tournament that they're winning, with that being distributed for the production, the graphics, the organization, the representation, the management, the players, the coaches, you know, that fifty grand out of uh, from the six professional players that may have been participating, are probably going to take home probably around um like 13 grand uh yeah and you can't live off that for an entire year especially with those kind of big tournaments not being every month you know being once maybe every quarter so a lot of people would rather be on the on the content creation side because you can participate in those in those similar style tournaments but you don't have to put in the time that professional players have to put in professional players they they put so many hours into into their craft to hone in being the best of the best. It's really a different ballgame. Like content creators, a lot there's there's a handful in the Call of Duty Warzone community, uh, top two fifty, top two hundred fifty players of, of Warzone. There's maybe three that can that can last in a professional circuit for Call of Duty. Wow. Because, yeah, Call of Duty pros are different. They they put so many hours into a game. They learned so many different little nuances uh, within the video game to be on that professional level. And they enjoy that rather than creating content because not everybody is made for content because there's people that are introverts that really don't like being in front of a camera or don't know how to have a creative flow because every single day we're not scripted. We have to come yeah. up with a creative flow every single day what we did yesterday cannot be the same that we do the next day. We don't have a creative director team that's telling us, hey, you got to do this today. You got to do this tomorrow. And then here's what you got to do the next day. We got to come up with that all of us all on our own. There are some people that do have those teams, but those are people on, on a larger scale, like the Tim the Tapmans and the Dr. Disrespects. And uh, they don't even need that because they're so good at just uh what's what's the uh what's the practice that people do when they just do random stuff like a lot of actors do it to practice oh it's uh, like entrepreneurship and stuff just... no 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 like when they're on stage and they just kind of like act off of each other and oh um uh oh i know what you're talking about oh man you I know what i'm talking about um, it's like at the tip of my tongue yeah it's like right there i, I know what you're talking about okay yeah, yeah but like... so they're so good at that that it takes them to another level as a content creator. So um, when it comes to those two different two different things, uh, professional players and content creators, we all play together, but we all know like if someone wants to make content, they're most likely not going to be able to make it with professional players because all they're doing is live, breathe, uh, call of duty repetitions, um, dealing with their, their coaches and their teams who to hone in on their on their craft so yeah it's I, I guarantee, uh man it's it's super hard to get to that level though man i mean i mean you really you you have to live inside of a game pretty much to get on that level right yeah and there's so some of these kids are so young that are jumping into the circuit they're 
they're they're getting into the pro circuits at like 13 and they're on the main stage when they're when they're 18. and yeah that doesn't give someone a lot of time to become a professional when you have people that have been playing on this professional circuit for 20 plus years yeah you know so it's it, it's really it's really impressive what some of these young kids are doing it's almost just like they found what they were meant to do really early in their life and they you know they capitalized on it like yo i'm pretty good at these video games and shout out to their parents who kind of let them cook with it and recognize my child is talented with these video games i'm gonna just let it ride and yeah you know pay dividends and sure enough it's paying off for those parents that actually do believe in their kids that that actually do love and enjoy competing in video games yeah i mean but man it, it sucks for some of those that some of those kids that that have that dream that they don't necessarily have that the the opportunity to be able to to pursue that a dream you know what i'm saying maybe parents can't you know can't afford a big you know pc rig and stuff like that you know what i'm saying and you know the only opportunity they really get is that um you know at, at maybe at school you know when they're playing on, on you know on pc at school or something like that and then it's just uh, it sucks, which which is why you know I I see that there are a lot more um, there there are a lot more programs uh, nowadays that that are aimed to helping kids that that you know are you know I don't necessarily want to say less fortunate because just because you can't buy a P, you know your parents don't want to buy you a PC don't make you less fortunate. It's uh stuff, I don't is, know, expensive. It's just, stuff is expensive. Yeah. yeah, equipment is expensive. Consoles are expensive, and not everybody has those funds to purchase. Uh, yeah. because we all have bills and cost of living and different markets like California and it's it being so expensive to live out there and just with everything else, the amenities and utilities, the funds just aren't available for all those kids who may have the gift to play video games and the funds are just not available to them to even just yeah. get a console or get a PC. And, you know, that's where we come in and where we try to help out with, with our community and fundraisers and, um, esports locations like like we partnered with at Valhalla and Valhalla is an esports organization that has uh land centers across the country that encourage kids to come in where they can play video games at an affordable rate and also receive coaching and the parents see that it's almost like taking your kids to basketball practice you know and they get coaching for basketball to to uh better their craft and it's the same thing yeah. with Valhalla and and esport land centers where you can drop your kids off and the coaches help the kids get better at video games or you can even hang out there with your kids it's like going to the park and just watching your kids just you know shoot some hoops you can do the same exact thing at these land centers with video games so we it, content creators do our best as well because we we understand that our demographic is not only adults it's also young kids who look up to us especially if you have uh, a mentorship uh kind of approach to a lot of things like myself i i didn't grow up with a quote-unquote og and for a lot of people who don't know what that means is when you come up from kind of the streets like i did the streets of la me being the only child i didn't really have uh that person who kind of told me not to go in certain directions to go into this directions and give me uh insights of what to do and what not to do that's really what what we call an og in the streets and uh when it comes to mentorship and video games, like that's what I like to do because a lot of these kids really, uh, even even that even young content creators in their in their twenties, they don't realize how important networking is and just different yeah. things. And this is a business, uh, you know. It, yeah, it's it's video games and video. The word video game kind of has a uh, a stigma attached to it, where okay, you're just playing a game. Like it's a, you know, it, 
you can say the same thing for basketball or baseball. And then yeah, you have people exactly. like Otani, who's, who, you know, who can, what did he get? What did Otani get paid? Like a billion dollars or like 700 million or something? Some yeah, it was, it was yeah. So crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, um, content creators, we, we, we do our best as well to kind of try and make video games available for kids as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just big shout out to, to Miss Fan. She's in the building. How you doing? Happy New Year to you. She's another great content creator just because we're on the topic of content creators, man. It's, it, man a lot of people don't understand. Like like you just said, they don't understand that that, that there is so much business behind all of this. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're if you're not networking and 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 making, you know, and putting forth and have even have a business mindset when it comes to this, you're not going to get very far. You know what I'm saying? Uh, even even like you said, we're playing video games. So like it because there's always, you know, opportunities for for you to to grow as a professional where where it, it may be you uh, you come across somebody who's offering classes or you may come across somebody that's that's uh, really, really big. And you reach out to them like, hey, you know, um, I see you, you know, play this this way. How do you do that? Some people are willing to give up tips and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that all comes with the, the networking. And then you even have some that might maybe might take you under their wing and, and say, hey, you know what? Hey, I, I see your drive. I want to help you grow. I want to help you do this. Hey, let, let's let's do this. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's there's so many opportunities in this and not even just that. It's like nowadays because of esports is 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 becoming such a big and booming industry that there are so many opportunities for sponsorships brands coming in i mean it's like dude, you could be in a commercial somewhere something you know what i'm saying it's like there's so many opportunities with this and and some people do take this very very lightly that aren't in the gaming world they you know like you said they they, they hear video game they're just like oh to rot your brain kid you know what i'm saying like <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. So I was talking to an, uh, no, just to hit on that point. Exactly. You are a thousand percent correct because I was talking to a, uh, an investor and I, I, I really put it into perspective for him. I said, if you were, cause, and we were out here in Vegas, I said, would you like to have your, your business up in T-Mobile arena? He said, of course. I said, why is that? Because of, for obvious reasons, right? It's butts and seats. I said, okay. That is, they are there to witness or to watch, let's use the Vegas Knights, right? Uh, and two organizations play a hockey game with multiple individuals playing that hockey game, right? Now imagine- areas as well. Right. Not okay, just so, locally. Yeah. So then, so then let, me, let me put it into perspective for you. Imagine one person playing a video game with there's 30, there's 30,000 people that can fit into T-Mobile Arena. There are streamers and, that play video games that have 30,000 viewers. So imagine that entire arena filled up with one person sitting in the middle of that court and they are all there to watch oh, him. Nice. So why wouldn't you want to put your banner on my monitor, on my screen, so my community and viewers can see what is the difference between that 30,000 people to the other 30,000 people that are in T-Mobile arena Absolutely. where they're not in front of their computers, where they can't, where they, they're not uh, inclined to purchase your, uh, your merchandise right then and there, because they're there to enjoy the ambiance and the environment and everything else that goes with it. Where with us, 
they're doing the same thing, but they have they have multiple monitors in front of them where they can purchase your merchandise right then and there on the spot. Yes, yes. And not only that, it's, it's brand recognition as well, because, you know, when, when you have, you know, say, you know, the, the arena versus this screen, right? In the arena, there's so much. There's so much going on. There's so much. There's this and that, and you have a hundred. We'll just limit it to a hundred. We'll just say a hundred brands and banners and stuff all over the place. Versus when you have a child, middle-aged adult, teenager, old older person. You know what I'm saying? They have this screen most of the time. It's this in their face like this, and your brand is right there on uh, focused. You know what I'm saying? Versus everything being all over the place or you trying to enjoy the game. You're watching, you know, this content creator or this video game uh, player and your brand is across the screen, across the screen, and they're going to be constantly seeing that brand. And then eventually that will lead, you know, that, that'll lead to sales because may not be them, but they may, somebody may mention, oh, hey, you know what? I've been thinking about purchasing such and such. Like, oh, Man, I've been seeing this, this, this. I've been seeing this, this, uh, this ad on, from, you know, from this guy. I watch. Hey, why don't you go check this out? Boom, there you go. That and and word of mouth moves a lot faster than 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 even you know the the, the ads. So I mean, there's yeah. so much potential for this. And you know, even myself, I've, I've tried to I've tried to get a lot of brands to 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 understand and recognize that because you know, it, there's still a lot of like, especially like the older generation that. You know they they don't see the potential in 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 what this screen is you know what i'm saying because they still live in that old world where they got maybe a rolodex with you know fuck you know somebody's business card and that's who they call you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. it, there's still a lot of that but a lot of heads are starting to turn especially as as uh, a lot of young entrepreneurs and young business people are starting to get into these higher profile positions in different companies and they like you know what we can we can grow this. We can grow this bigger. And here's how we we have these opportunities nowadays. The technology is there. Let's yeah. utilize this technology. And that's all you got to do is have somebody up in that marketing department saying, hey, let's utilize this new technology, this growing industry, this growing business. Yeah, we're in a transition right now. Uh, we've seen it with 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 radio to TV and uh, from TV to uh, to to streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, running at Redbox to having Netflix on your TV, you know, or, and or yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Netflix was before Redbox, but you, you get to just what I'm saying. Like we're in the transition of the streaming world now where a lot of people are not buying cable. Uh, the only time a lot of people listen to the radio is in their car before they connect their Bluetooth uh, yeah. to their, to their cell phone. And my community, they put me on their car when I was streaming, they tell me that I'm in their car rather than them listening to music. They're listening to just me stream. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Hey, shout, out to, hey, yo, shout, shout out to the Tamer Tots, man. Shout out to my community. I love those. That's guys. what's up, man. Shout out. Shout out. So how, how's that make you feel? Man? Is, that, is that like a little warm, bubbly feeling inside? Oh, it's, it's, it's such a, it's such a warm, yeah. Such a warm, bubbly feeling, man. You just, <laughs> you just get all giddy. It's just like, just like, man, like, you know, it's, it's dope. Whether I had one viewer or, 10,000 viewers it's uh it's a blessing because that person chose you over everybody yes. else that person chose you and you don't you don't know if that person needs to watch you play to bring them happiness that day or 
share some words of wisdom or just make them laugh, regardless if you have one or 2,000 viewers, they chose to watch you. And that's yeah. what's most important. And a lot of people tend to lose uh, they, they tend to lose sight of that sometimes. So that if you know just wanted to say that it doesn't matter if you have one or 10,000 people, they chose you. Just always remember that. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So look, all right. So along this journey, right, you have all right, you have your good bullshit moments where it's like, man, I did this, but you know what? It brought me this. Um, let's let's get two different sides of that. So let's let's get let's get one bullshit moment where you was like, man, this is some bullshit, and it was like literally like something just just worse, something that didn't make your life any better. Or and then let's let's go on to some bullshit that was like, you know what, this was some bullshit, but you know what, it got me. Woo, 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 woo. So so let's 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 go with the bad first. What was your bad bullshit moment? Um, everything had so I had a plan. Uh, a six month plan and it was working out perfectly. And when it came to the final chapter of that, of that roadmap, everything was in place and it all fell apart. I don't want to say exactly what it was, but for the listeners and people who are close to me will understand. Uh, but just to kind of give you the severity of it, I had everything in place to sign on the dotted line that would be potentially life changing. Uh, for this career and catapult me to uh, the next level to continue my trajectory to where I want to be. Uh, and it was just going to be a major jumpstart. And when it came down to signing and receiving the things to sign on the dotted line, I was told that it was being revoked. And so that was probably the biggest shot to the gut that I've had doing this and I've, and that I've had in a very long time, because there's not a lot of things that get to me. I have a hard exterior. Uh, I, I deal with things internally because of how I was brought up and where I was brought up. I've learned to just deal with things. And I'm the, I'm the type that likes to take on the weight of others to weigh on my shoulders because I know I can take it. And I tend to do that with my own uh, situations as well, where, I don't, I don't depend on other people to kind of, uh, help me through the process. I would rather just kind of soak in it alone, uh, recognize it, acknowledge it, be upset and angry at it and then go out and, and conquer it. Uh, yeah. it's really kind of like the mambo mentality. Kobe Bryant was my real life superhero. So the mambo mentality is, yeah, you got socked in the face. Nobody's going to fucking care. Yeah. But, you know, there's no, there's no sense in, and uh kind of grieving in it for too long you know grieve like i said recognize it acknowledge it be mad be angry and then just get back to fucking work because regardless if Sorry. i did get the contract and i did sign my mentality and approach is not going to change i'm still going to i'm still going to work and work like you're broke you know yeah. that's why i'm not the biggest floyd mayweather fan but one thing that i can always uh, appreciate about him is that he fucking trains like he's broke he doesn't need to train like that. He does not need to train like he's broke, but that's the approach that he has. And uh, that's one thing that I've taken from him is my approach to, to that situation wouldn't have changed because I'm still going to work if I got the contract and if I didn't. And with it being taken away from me, my mentality and approach to my career wasn't going to change. So I took a day and a half to kind of get myself back into check and just acknowledge the fact that, all right, let's, let's get back to work now. And uh, I, 
you know, I didn't rant about it. I have an excellent relationship with those other individuals and uh, we met in person. And when they met me, you, I, you know, when you, when you talk to someone and the, you look in their eyes and when I was talking to them and they were looking in my eyes and I was looking in theirs, I saw deep down, there's like, we fucked up. Yeah. Well, you fucked up. We let Tamer go. And if I could take it back, I would a thousand percent give up 10 for just him. And yeah. that in itself was payment enough to know like, all right, I see that, you know, that you fucked up. You don't have to say it, even though they did. Uh, and I appreciate them for that. And like I said, we have an excellent relationship and uh, we are working towards other things in the future. And I can't wait for those things to kind of fall into place. So uh, when those do, when those things do, and if they do, like I said, the mentality is never going to change. I'm always looking for the next thing to conquer and uh, take the next step. So that was kind of both in one, but yeah, 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 yeah man. I'm glad you didn't let that destroy you, man. Cause something, man, that would crush a weak person, man. They just be like, Oh my God, my life's over. And they would just, just quit on their path, man. But it, it's, it's, it's nice to hear that you was like, you know what? I'm out here. I'm still grinding. It's it, this ain't affected my grind. And, you know, you still got that, that little bit of uh bullshit redemption moment. You know what I'm saying? When it's just like, you know, okay. Yeah. That was what's up. But you know, Hey, we know, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout, shout out to the wife, man. My queen. She, uh, she's the, she's the one who, She's the nicest person you'll ever meet. We're kind of the, you know, we're kind of yin and yang. I'm kind of the the asshole that people need in their life because I say the shit that people don't like to hear out loud, but it's all meant yeah. for love. And my wife is just such a gentle individual. And she was just kind of like, get off your fucking shit and get back to work because I know who you are. And so shout out to the wifey, man. Shout out shout to the wifey, out being, to my, wife, being my man. rock, being my rock as always. Wow, that's amazing, man. That's, that's see, and, and that, that, that also, man, a, a good husband and wife, man, that 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 supports each other and, and has each other's backs and can lift you up in in a in a downtime pool. Hey, man, power couple, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find you someone that will call you out on your bullshit. That's man, right, right. <laughs> Some, sometimes I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, hey, man, even man, it, 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 you know. Most of the time, the the shit that you don't want to hear is the shit that you need to hear. Exactly, exactly, a thousand percent. That's why I say I'm that asshole that says shit that people don't like to hear out loud because you saying it in your head, you saying yeah. it to yourself. You just don't want to say it out loud or hear anybody say it out loud. So uh, it's only it's only to benefit you, man. So if you if you're slacking and someone says, "Yo, stop fucking slacking," they're only there to help you. They ain't talking shit. They're just saying the truth that you don't want to tell yourself. Yeah. Nice, nice. So how how'd you how'd you end up with uh, uh with Inferno, man? Man, it was such a crazy, like the universal line type shit, bro. So for those who don't day, know, I'm talking about the Las Vegas Inferno. Great, yes, great sir. Team. Las Vegas Inferno, official esports organization, Las Vegas, baby. That's gang right there, man. Love those guys. Uh so it was just it was so crazy. It was at three in the morning. I was laying in bed, I just couldn't go to sleep. So I get on my phone and I jump on some Call of Duty streams and I click on one person and uh, I was like, let's see what this person's about. Cause I saw Las Vegas in their title. So the second I jump onto their, their stream, this person hits a pretty crazy uh, clip, gets four kills with a sniper in the span of 30 seconds. 
So I was like, holy shit. Like the second I tapped the second I tapped on the screen, uh on his stream, boom, 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 boom. I was like, I was like, yo. And and so then uh so then I, I hit him up. I was like, I was like, yo, uh nice, uh, nice flip, bro. Like good shit. Like that shit was fire. And then he was like, Oh, I appreciate you, man. Like, and then he asked me like where I'm from. And I was like, oh, I'm from LA, but I live in Vegas now. And then he was like, and then he, so he basically told me, he's like, yo, do you create content? I said, yeah, I just, you know, I just kind of got into, uh, into content like heavy. And so then he's like, yo, hit my boy. His boy ended up being Glyphics, who is the CEO of Las Vegas Inferno. Yes. And so me and Glyphics are chopping it up. He's like, yo, send me your socials. I send him all my socials. And um, he invites me out to an event for a little bit of a vibe check. And we just kind of hit it, you know, hit it off instantly. And we were just kind of digging each other's vibes. I told him what I'm about. We had a second meeting. He's like, what if you, you know, if you joined, what's your plans? Uh, and I told him, uh, basically, you know, this is what I can see me doing. This is what I can see us doing. This is where I can see us being. And this is what I, what I can see us becoming. And it was just kind of like a perfect match. And he was like, yo, we want to bring you on the next, the very next month. So in the span of 30 days, I went from, uh, not being, not knowing who Inferno was to, uh, you know, being one of their uh, bigger Call of Duty Warzone creators uh, the very next month. So it was just kind of like, it happened so fast off some random shit. And yeah, uh, yeah man, it's, it's just, it's a crazy dope ass story. Um, everybody always kind of trips out of it. And like, man, hey, so, sometimes, man, the greatest stories come out of randomness and not nothing that was forced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's, that's dope. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy because a lot of people are like, you know, a lot of people want to join Inferno. A lot of people are reaching out to us, and you know, as much as we want everybody to be a part of it, and we appreciate everybody wanting to be a part of it, uh, you know, we just can't accept everybody. So when they see yeah. me, they're like, "Who the fuck is this guy? Where did he come from?" Like, we never heard of him because they were a part of the community already before I was, and they're like, yeah. "You're bringing this guy on, and we never even seen him before." So I came out of left field, like awesome, like crazy. Like out of nowhere type shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, but I mean, you, you had to have some kind of skill for them to, to to be like, oh, you know what? We we need to grab this guy. Yeah, man. Uh, apparently, they never, they won't tell me that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they won't. They won't, look, say, they won't look, tell look, me that. Look, we brought him on out of nowhere. We ain't gonna blow his head up too big now. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. Ever, they won't ever say that to my face. <laughs> But I've seen some of your gameplay, though, bro. Man, you dope. I'm serious. I, I appreciate that. I try. I try a little bit, you know. <laughs> so what, 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 what tips? What, what tips would you give to some somebody entering this entering the, the the realm of esports, or and you know to to get to some kind of level where they could, you know, because everybody wants to get noticed, right? So you know, what what kind of what kind of efforts does it take to to be on a level to at least get not even not even exactly pro because we already established the difference but you know to at least get to to some kind of level where they can get noticed by you know some kind of team like that man that's amazing yeah uh don't be fake you know be real don't try and uh don't have a uh a side agenda where you're just kind of faking the funk you know, and just kind of talking bullshit and not being genuine about wanting to be a part of the organization in the community. 
because people are gonna people are gonna call you on that bullshit. You know, not yeah. not everybody knows how to network, and people think networking is being fake, and that's just not true. You know, um, <laughs> it's not true. Like, look at look at me and you. We met one time at at SEMA, and we vibed out, and you know we talked Raiders and talked, you know, crypto and talked SEMA and, yeah, you know, just kind of vibes with everybody just being goofy with, with David Chandler as Luigi, you know, you know, and like that is networking, bro. Like, and just asking questions about other people and what they do and how they do it. And, uh, just being a genuine person and being real, wanting to be a part of that community is probably your best shot and understanding that, you don't have to be good at a video game. You you don't have to be good at a video game to to get noticed. You just have to be you. You have to, and, and and be funny. Uh, you don't even have to be funny. You can be educational. You know, you could do tips and tricks. How to YouTube is how to. That was their original platform. Is how to yeah. how to change a light bulb. How to change a doorknob. How to cook recipes. That is what YouTube's algorithm is built off of. It's not built off of skilled gamers you know and so you don't have to have you don't have to be a skilled gamer per se just uh be general uh be genuine and have original content and be you because uh, you're gonna have people that can relate to the stuff that you put out and the person that you are and so you don't have to be a copy and paste person where you see someone having success with something so you're gonna do the same exact thing because that just might not be your vibe and like i can't I, I know who I vibe with and I know what I can't vibe with, you know, as a, as a, as a person. So I know I can't be doing some other people's content. Cause it's just like, if I don't have passion to do it, that's just going to be asked. Cause I just, it's going to be just so lackadaisical and it's not going to yeah. impress anybody. So yeah, the main thing, rule number one, be real. Don't lie. Be genuine and have fun, have fun. That's what it all comes down to first. Like we, we started with saying that it's just a video game and, and, but it could be so much more, but you still have to boil it down to its actual root. It is a video game and we all have fun playing video games. So just have fun playing a video game yeah, and just give it your own twist and be you. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, that's, that's some real worlds, man. Real, excuse me, real words. <laughs> Sometimes my tongue get twisted, but uh... <laughs> it happens to everybody. It happens to everybody, man. But, yeah, when, um, I'm, so, when I'm streaming, all my my if I slip on, on on words or anything like that, oh, I just get blown up. I get roasted by everybody in my chat. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> but that's the that's the banter that we love. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. wants to joke with it. You know, so yeah. <laughs> that's what's up, man. So, uh, I mean, you mentioned, you know, you kind of uh, so so. What kind of things do you do to give like to 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 give back, man? Because I mean, with with popularity and stuff, you know what I mean. It's uh, it's one of those give and take type things, man. You know, so you know, you, I know you mentioned the uh, fundraisers and stuff. So, what kind of fundraisers do you are you a part of? Yeah, so or, or, be, we, or you know, yeah. So we uh, we did a collaboration with Western Digital, uh, WD Black. I actually have it right here. Uh. We just uh, did an event with them it, uh, for Hispanic Heritage Month, as you can see, Hispanic Heritage yeah. Edition. Uh, nice. Yeah, we wanted to bring the uh, you know Hispanic uh, gamers uh, together and for us to give back to to them for uh, for this collaboration. 
and uh, we hosted we hosted a few Call of Duty events. I hosted a Warzone tournament where we gave away a lot of those. Uh, and just for everybody uh, who doesn't know, that is a one terabyte SSD hard drive. So it's basically a big ass memory card. <laughs> So yes, I, was, <laughs> I actually look up because I was I'm getting ready to buy a five TV. So it's like, man, that's that that right there, man. That's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. You know, and it's so funny because people are like, oh, it's just a memory card. Like, yeah, but when you start running out of space, you're gonna realize how how important memory is. You know, you're downloading all these video games on your on your PlayStation and your Xbox and your PC. You know, we've all been in that in that spot where we, we get that notification on our phone when you're out of space because all the pictures that you have, you got to start deleting yep. some pictures just to, you know, <laughs> people don't realize how important memory is. Bro, hey, look, I downloaded uh, Valorant, bro, and I was like, I, I downloaded Valorant and then I downloaded uh, uh, Warzone and then uh, I, when I went to go download uh, uh, Fortnite, it was like, uh, not enough disk, but I was like, what are you talking about? This man, this PCs. I spent bread on this, man. And I, I got to look. I didn't realize like like Valorant itself is like a it's terabyte. Like <laughs> yeah, it's it's so big for no reason. Like I I noticed that the other day, like not too long ago, like last month too. I was like, why is Valorant such a big ass file? It's crazy, but yeah, we uh, we did that. We uh, we hosted the uh, the uh, it was a it was a Call of Duty Warzone event that I hosted, uh, and we had a pretty we have a, a dope ass show out. A lot of people there. A lot, a lot of people won uh, giveaways uh, with the the SSD memory card, headphones. Um, nice. What else? Uh, just other just other merch. Uh, G Fuel other merchandise uh, for Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, so that was pretty cool. So all the the Hispanic creators for Vegas Inferno, we all got together and we all did our own special event for that entire month. That's kind of just bring everybody Hats together. Hats to you guys, man, for doing that because that's. <laughs> A lot of people don't have. I mean, there's a lot, some people that don't even think about that. They don't think about trying to do something to give back to to the communities and stuff, man. And for you guys to go out of your way to do something like that, it's, it's amazing, man. It shows shows big depth of character, you know. It's, it's, oh man, I appreciate that. Yeah, we do we do our best, and uh, you know, it, it doesn't stop there. We we also do fundraiser. Uh, we always do a fundraiser for uh, Starlight uh, Children's Hospital, where um, we appreciate any size of donation for. Uh, the kids at the Starlight Children's Hospital, so we could put gaming stations together for them. So we have we put uh, with those donations that we receive, we we put uh, traveling gaming stations where you know uh, when back in the day, like at Target or Walmart, they would have the console with the TV on the top. Yeah. Uh, you, so it's basically that, but on wheels. So the stations can go from room to room at the hospitals for kids who uh, who are there who you know want to play video games when yeah. uh, you know it's. You, whenever they need you know need a uh, little bit of joy from from a video game so yeah. we do our best to put those video game stations together for them through the starlight children's hospital um uh charity uh we just did uh, a collaboration with xbox where we're giving away a well a collaboration with microsoft sorry not xbox yeah. microsoft who uh, generated a 100 percent jade xbox controller that's worth fifty thousand dollars what uh, yeah yeah where was it, i not come out in here about this what <laughs> that is crazy. yes so that that was pretty cool that event uh just passed here let me see what the name of it is I, it's a, a i think it's aapi if i'm not mistaken 
but yeah, we and so with uh, once again with those donations that we received, we also uh, give away video games and you know, and it's not even just for the giveaways, but that's just to show our gratitude and token of appreciation for people wanting to support the charities and and fundraisers that that we that we're a part of. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, we 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 do our best and. We, it's something that we're going to always continue to do. It's something that is in the core and in the DNA of Las Vegas Inferno is us giving back to the community. That's what's up, man. Big shout out, big round. Man, I need to get me a soundboard, man, so I can get do the hand claps. It'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> love that. I, love I was that. actually because I was actually looking 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 at one from uh from Roland. I'm thinking about get thinking about getting, and um, you know, it's just. It's just one of those things it's like, man, because, you know, like we touched on earlier, you know, the, all this equipment is very, very expensive, man. It's 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 crazy how quickly you can rack up some 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 racks just and it's just that's not even counting screens and stuff. Just the rig alone, man, is just yep. astronomical, especially if you're trying to, you know, do any kind of real stuff and even just editing and stuff like that, man. It's it's crazy how you can get into this, man. And, you know, but like say with with. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot, lot of these different uh, organizations, you know, such as the Inferno doing their giveaways and supporting the kids and and giving out um, you know, scholarships and stuff like that, man, because, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, professional or, you know, uh, I would say not exactly professional, but, um, you know, courses you can take now that I, I was looking at uh, um, uh, a couple of the colleges and they actually offer esports classes yeah that that ought to go to show to tell anybody that 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 don't really understand esports that if they're starting to offer classes on this i mean wow it's it's huge there's and there's huge opportunity you know but there's a lot you gotta learn there's a lot you know um who's one of the most famous people you've played with so far um that i've played with um i would say nick merks um okay yeah nick merks is really is pretty is pretty uh big uh really big actually i'm kind of just downplaying <laughs> yeah never hey nick i'm, merks I'm not crazy. super big into it but i do know who i do know that name <laughs> yeah phase nick phase nick merks is kind of crazy uh i've played with face swag okay uh, i've played with who else have i played with uh, a lot of people on the competitive uh, Call of Duty circuit, I've played with them. Uh, but for the uh, the main ones that know life, like that are kind of just on the main scale where they are on the, they're outside of just gaming now where they're kind of like a household name, Nick Merckx and Face Wag. Uh, yeah. I've done a, I, I, I did an event with, um, with Joe and yeah but probably for the ones that are going to be real super recognizable are going to be face swag and nick Merckx. okay okay you, did, did you did you beat them nah <laughs> no they got me <laughs> yeah they got me <laughs> I got you know I gotta ask that question because you know you, you you never know you know because you, you hear big names and stuff it's like man are they really that good I got, well, I guess yeah no those the yeah there there it's there's levels to this shit for sure 
So, so, uh, I mean, do you ever plan to, uh, to, to, to make that leap or, or are you just, uh, you know, are you just comfortable just doing what you're doing now? Yeah. So I'm never comfortable. That's just not me. I'll go, yeah. I'll go crazy if there's ever a, a sense of a ceiling on, on top of me. So where I want to be is definitely a culture curator for the industry that I'm in and uh, being able to support my family with just this and uh, taking the, the next step in content creation where I can be in household name and, uh, you know, just kind of generate revenue for, for the family and to kind of set my entire family up for, uh, you know, just to not have to work anymore, basically. So yeah, whether I don't think professional gaming is in my playbook anymore because I, I my competitiveness is always going to be there at a thousand percent, but my agenda and where I want to apply my competitive nature is not towards the professional circuit. It's more gotcha. the competitiveness for content creation. Okay. Okay. So, so what is, what, what is your average play time? Like maybe say it, let's say per week to, to, to maintain. Cause I know it's, it's one of those, like you don't use your skills, you kind of lose them. Like, like what would, what's your average play time per week to, to just, just to maintain, uh, you know, your, you know, cause you got to have that, 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 you know, there's this muscle memory, you know, muscle you don't want to lose exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, I, I typically, so, it depends because you, the workday doesn't consist of just playing and and streaming. Yeah. Basically, what you're what you're doing when you're streaming is showing people you working. So streaming is not work. What you're doing during your stream is work. The stream is just kind of showing everybody what you're doing at work. Because so I'll stream for like six hours and then I'll get off, and then I will look at I'll collect uh, game clips that I thought would make the cut to make as a social post, I'll collect the videos to edit and then send off to my editors for them to polish. Then I'll put a graphic design idea together to also collaborate with my graphic designer. And then I have to do posts to maintain relevance within the algorithms for social media and then do a little bit of networking with other creators, just stopping by saying, hi, how you doing? How's your day? And because it gets tough where, if you all if, if you're doing the same thing as another individual that you admire during their same hours you can't be in there as often as you once were when you weren't doing comp, full content creation so there's times where you have to take a good 45 minutes out of your day to stop by some of the homie streams that you admire and appreciate and just kind of like you know you don't ever there, there's a there's a thing called streamer etiquette you don't ever want to go into somebody else's stream and say yo sorry i haven't been around i've been streaming that's a no, no, uh, okay. you, you don't need, that's, that's, uh, you don't need to plug in your, your, your own stream into somebody else's chat. Just be like, yo, I just been doing my thing. Uh, you know, how, how's everything going and just be, you know, just chop it up a little bit, uh, spending three minutes with it, with someone don't ask a question and then bounce, you know, that nobody likes to be asked a question and then you answer and then you ask a question and you don't get an answer back. That just goes to show like you just ask the question and then just left. Like stay there, like have a short little three minute conversation and then just be like, uh, say, you know, BRB, be right back or, yo, just want to stop by, show some love, have a good rest of your night. And that alone just goes to show like when people do that to me, when they come in, give me like a little three minute conversation, yo, how the games, uh, how's the stream going? Like, yo, that's dope. I saw one of your posts. Oh, I appreciate it. 
And uh, then they'll be like, well, uh, I got to go, you know, uh, do my thing or go, uh, go spend some family time. You know, I'll, I'll stop by uh, next time when I can, you know, have a great night, have a great stream. I'm like, all right, yeah, yo, yeah. Bet. I appreciate you stopping by, show me some love. You have a good rest of your night. That, you know, that is perfect. And taking 45 minutes, whether it's before your stream or after your stream is, is really important because it's not being fake. It's just showing people like, yo, like I, like I still enjoy your, your stream. I still enjoy your content. I want to let you know that I enjoy your content. I don't want to tell you to, uh, that I'm streaming and that's why I can't come into your stream that often because you know, that's streamer etiquette. There's other ways of doing that without having to actually say that. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you kind of said that, man, because, um, you know, I, I, I had, a, I had a guy kind of, kind of get, get my ass a little bit once because, um, you know, this months and months ago, I, uh, I was in this guy's, uh, I hopped in this guy's stream. I was like, Hey, you know, I'd like to play with you sometime. Here's my game. He's like, no self promo, you know, this and that. Like, I was like, damn, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't even think like that. I was like, oh, well, my bad. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't even, it wasn't even like that. I was just like, hey, you know, you was talking about your, your people didn't show up. So if you need an extra teammate, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no. Nah, so, so some people, some people are like just OD, like they're, they exaggerate. You know, like some people will be like, well, like, bro, shut the fuck up. Like, don't, don't try to, like, don't, don't be extra, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, like people are always gonna want to play with, with other people. You know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, especially in that situation where you said if people didn't show up, it's like, I would un. For, people ask to play with me all the time. Like, I was like, oh, I can't, fam. Like, I'm doing content. I'm recording content, or I have people about to show up. Like, maybe next time. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and especially from first time chatters, like if someone jumps to my stream for the first time, like, yo, can we play? Like, yo, what up, bro? Like, uh, probably not today. Uh, but if you stick around, but if you stick around, uh, stick around in the stream, uh, you know, a few, uh, you know, a few times, you know, keep coming through, show some love. Like, yeah, we, we could link up and get some games together. It's kind of yeah, like see, a nice I way. Respect, I can respect that. Yeah. It's a nice way of like saying like, yo, one, say hi first, uh, you know, say what's up. Uh, if it's your first time chatting, don't just, you know, it, don't, don't be like, yo, let's play. And uh, because it's, you're, it'll be a rare occasion if someone's like, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, because you have other people that have been asking you like to play. So, but some people are just, they don't know how to handle those situations. Like, yo, bro, like, yeah, that's what, you know, I'm, I'm down to play. Uh, I just can't right now stick around for yeah. a few streams and yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll link up. Um, yeah. But yeah, some people are just, they just exaggerate. Like, bro, come, come the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was just, I was like, yo, man, up. You know, type. I was like, you know, my bad. I didn't, I didn't mean no harm. You know, this and that. Yeah. And then, like, like, you know, I, and I actually stayed on on the on the stream for a little bit longer. You know what I mean? And, and uh, uh, he was like asking questions and stuff, and and like literally like ignored me the rest of the time. I was like, I was like, damn. I mean, that to, to get get the black ball. You know, first <laughs> first yeah. I was like, okay, well, okay. Let me let me let me start approaching some of this stuff because. You know, usually like special like for you know the you know my show and stuff, I'll I'll reach out. I'm like, hey, you know, I got this show. You know, wondering if you'd like to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm type. I'm just straight to the point because a lot of people they they get in, they they beat around the bush, and then they like, hey, well, 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 you know, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's it's a different, especially like like with the Twitter crowd and stuff like that. I kind of handle things a little differently, and uh, 
I kind of got figured out, you know, and, and that's part of my own little professional growth is that, you know, I got to learn, you know, I've learned to handle different situations differently, especially when, uh, when it come, comes to, to, to doing some business stuff or, or just trying to have some fun, you know what I'm saying? It, it's like your Twitter crowd versus your kick crowd versus your, your, your YouTube crowd. It's, 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 it's all a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, it really, it really is. It really is. Uh, every crowd from every platform is definitely going to be different. And uh, I I don't blame the people who reach out to, uh, to other people. I blame the people who say no to the people that reach out because not everybody is good at networking. And yeah. I'm starting to realize that myself where I'll reach out to other people and they'll ask for like payment. And I'm just like, 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 I, okay. Like I respect the hustle, but like, dog, like payment, like, you're not there yet, son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like you ain't you ain't there. You ain't there yet, little homie. Like you, you know, pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, take advantage of some networking. Yeah. Uh, and it's a it's called a collaboration for a reason because yeah. it's an opportunity for both parties. And you know, we can. It's an opportunity to grow together at the same time. Yeah, there's going to be different le- levels to. Uh, to this, especially when it comes to creators and streamers, there's always that that different level. But I'm finding it that the mid level are the ones who are on the rise, but they're not at the top level yet, where they barely broke the brink of of um, a smaller creator streamer, and they're now like in the mid range. Those uh, the major like the majority of those are the ones who are getting the bigger heads because the bigger because the bigger streamers, they understand the importance of networking. They understand the importance of collaborating. They already gone through through all those uh, through um, through all those trials of become you know getting to where they're at. So they under they they went through those lessons. The people yeah. in the mid range are going through them right now, and they're they're losing out on a lot of opportunity because they don't have anyone uh, like a mentor to tell them like, yo, you gotta. You got to take advantage of some of these opportunities because these these creators that are hitting you up, they're next up. And if you ain't if you're not trying to play ball, like you know, they're gonna they're gonna outscore you yeah. because you, you you're not you're not you're not trying to uh, you're not trying to play you're not playing the game right. Yeah, and I've had you know in in, in my my career so far, it's uh, I've had uh, I've had those moments where it was like a kid. I remember my first like just just like gut punch when somebody was like you ain't got enough subs get out of here like i was like damn like do you it's like that i was like what the hell man and then like you know it's uh it, it you know like I say it, it, it sometimes it all comes full circle especially when you are networking and you your your name you may not have the follower count but your name kind of grows amongst other pe- professionals you know what i'm saying because you keep shit professional right so i like i said i ain't gonna name no names right now you know i've, I've done called him out before but i ain't gonna name it on here but it's like one of those things it's like um he reached he reached out to me i guess he didn't remember he reached out to me and was like hey you know would you like to do something sometime and i was like i appreciate the offer but i don't have the time you know what i'm saying it's like because yeah. you never know you, you never know who knows who in, in different situations and stuff. So, you know, I mean, I, I guess, you know, it, it's, it's cool. You know, 
you can turn down people in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? But keep it, I, I would say, especially like, like in this, you know, area that, you know, this, you know, this mid area that like you said, you know, it's like, you never know. You never know who's going to all of a sudden, and then you're going to be the one asking, you know, Hey, would you like to do a, a, a collab or something? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and that's what I, uh, I've had you know, a few people reach out to me. I'm like, Hey, you know, I, you know, I hear your name a lot. Like, let's let, you know, how did you do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm asking you, like, how did you do it? And I'm like, look, you know, just keep things professional, keep it tight and be honest with people, be honest with yourself and, and, and just, just keep a business mindset and a professional mindset when, when you're dealing with folks, man, because like I say, you, you never know when you, you may think a, it's a small opportunity or insignificant and it could, you might've missed a big opportunity to, to, to grow, you know, your brand yourself, you know, whatever the case may be. And you missed out on it because you just wanted to be a dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to burn an unnecessary, an unnecessary bridge just because you don't want to take the, the effort to just be professional about it. Like, yo, maybe not right now, but definitely in the future, like we could probably link up. Yeah. You know, like there's ways to kind of just let people down softly and not have that bridge burned because of that understanding of this, this person might be up next low key, but I just have my, what I'm doing right now is not in line with what they're trying to present to me at the yeah. moment, but in the future, it, you know, I would definitely uh, consider it just right now. It's just not the best time. Like people just don't know how to be professional and how to let people down where they can maintain that kind of connection. Because like I said, you don't know what you don't know and you never know yeah. who's going to be up next. So yeah, people, people in the mid range, they have a problem with valuing themselves. They don't, they're, it's, it's almost like they're confused on where to place their value because they want to get the recognition of the bigger sponsors and they don't know that if they collaborate with the lower, uh, let's say um, a lower tier uh, creator or a lower tier um, sponsor or partner, they don't know if that's going to affect their value with these higher up content creators and partners and sponsors. So they're in limbo because they don't know where to place their own self value as a creator. So that's why yeah. they're, that's why it's kind of like, uh, the ones who understand it are going to be the ones who take that next level, uh, that uh, that next step a lot faster than the ones that are having a hard time understanding. Yeah, that whole yeah, and, and I mean, there's there's some people. I mean, they 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 get a little bit too big too fast, and they don't have, you know, that that person to to mentor them a little bit. I've been fortunate enough to where like through networking, you know, I've been able to have people like sit down with me and like, Hey, you know, this is what you're doing. This, 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 this. And it's like, Hey man, I never thought, you know, there's so many aspects of, of, of any of this, especially with streaming content creation that a lot of people don't think about, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's just little stuff, you know, that you may want to change, you know, or, you know, like somebody told me to go get a light. Guess what? I went and got a light, you know what I'm saying? Just to have some kind of effect. Yeah, you know the I mean? ambiance. Like, yeah, the ambiance is important. Like you will, you'd be so surprised what ambiance can do and what plants can do. Oh my God, plants! Jeez, and plants and copper lighting is like the secret. Like if you have <laughs> copper, if you have copper, and I promise you, if you have copper lighting and if you have plants, it's you're you're good. You're Gucci. What? <laughs> I See, I ain't you. even. I ain't, ain't nobody told me about the plants yet. See, now I gotta go get me a plant. Yeah, you put a plant, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> bro, I'm telling you, dog, you put a plant in your bag to, to set the ambiance, you're straight. Like literally, it's it's so it's so crazy. Like the ambiance is such a and before I thought it was just like, oh, I just wanted to look cool, you know? I just wanted to uh make it my own my own room. And it's like, no, it has to be what people are gonna give you three seconds. And if you're not if you're locked in and dialed into a video game a situation and you can't say anything to make that to get that person that hook, your ambiance needs to do that for you. Yeah. So that's what the ambiance is there for is to give you that three second kind of backup where you cannot speak or be entertaining and be goofy and offer banter because you're in a in a, a game situation where you have to just be hyper focused. Your ambiance is going to be the hook for you. It's yeah. it's your fallback. Yeah. Hey, look, because look, I ain't gonna lie. Look, I, I look, I'm I'm I got ADHD, right? So the whole time we've been talking, my mind has been focused on that little fucking red dot you got back there. And I'm just like, it's a, I've been having this little game in my head, figuring out where it's going to go next. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm super like engaged, but at, at the same time, like in my peripherals, this game is going on in the back. <laughs> oh, that's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's amazing. I could put Pac-Man on there too. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a curtain that I can like customize whatever I want, but it's a maze, and I was like, that red dot's gonna fuck with people. So I'm, like, gonna... <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just gonna leave that one right there. Because <laughs> I like the green and purple because of Joker, I like the green and purple. I'm like, and then I seen that red dot, I'm like, oh, that's gonna fuck with people so much. I'm serious, man. It's like, it is, man. It's like a little game within a game. You know, you playing your game, but then people are like Man, where's that dot going? We about to start fucking placing side bets and shit on where this thing yeah. gonna end up. <laughs> and then, and then if you notice, if you, if you notice these lights right here, they move to to my voice. So every time I talk, they move. So if I don't talk, see, I, did, I didn't know. I noticed that they were that they were flickering and stuff, but I didn't realize that they. Okay, okay. Yeah. So then now you see how I'm talking. Now it's moving. If I don't talk, it stops. Ah, hey, that's 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 what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's those little little things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what the ambiance does. It's it's more important. It goes above and beyond of just having a room that looks dope. It's more so of like that's my fallback plan of getting people hooked to stay when I can't talk to them if they make a chat because I'm hyper focused in the game. Yeah. That's what's up, man. See, <laughs> I'm saying, hey, throwing out ideas and stuff, and 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 helping people, man. That's 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 what I'm all about, man. It, it, there's 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 too much, like say, you know, when we just just talking about the you know the people that that kind of just suck at 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 just being people, people. You know what I'm saying? Like like being throwing out little tips and tricks and stuff, because you never know. There might be some some little kid right now being going flying like. Oh wow, or he might see it, you know, maybe I don't know a month from now. They're gonna be like, Oh, they were talking about mom. I want to yeah. go get you know what I'm saying. And you don't gotta go. you don't have to gatekeep. Yeah, yes. or, there you go, right there. That see, that's that's the direct terminology I like right there. That gatekeep. Yeah. yeah, I I I just put out a tweet the other day where uh a lot of people what they do is they gatekeep their view, meaning they'll go into like a smaller stream. Like let's say it's a big, it's a bigger creator, right? They'll go into someone's street, like mid mid tier. Let me say, let me let me correct myself. Mid tier okay. creator, uh, you know, because they haven't taken that leap yet, but they have. They're on that trajectory. Yeah. Um, they'll gatekeep their view, meaning 
they won't chat to let the the streamer know that they're they're watching them and kind of studying them they'll gatekeep their view and i i i i posted and say don't gate why why are some of you gatekeeping your view there's no need for it you saying yeah. hi to someone would literally make their day yeah genuinely just say hi just say what's up that would that that would make their fucking day you don't know if they need that so yeah. like why gatekeep your view like because you you think you're bigger than them like you were just there bro like you don't you don't gotta you don't gotta gatekeep their your view like that you yeah. know like make make somebody's day by yeah, saying hey, hi man that, that happens all the time in the, in the crypto community man it's like you know i i know who's got alt accounts they may not know that i know but every once in a while they'll pop in like yeah this that, that's that motherfucker. you know what i'm saying yeah, <laughs> he not, didn't want to work with me but he's gonna come to watch you know? yeah, exactly <laughs> hey some of us i have i have a saying i have a saying where it's um uh we gotta we, we gotta set trends for the trendsetters you know and the people that that do the alt accounts and want to gatekeep their viewship and yeah. you know who they're looking at though it sucks to admit that so they're the trendsetters but who are they looking at you know the person that's yeah. setting the trend for them to set the trend so yeah. man that's what's up man well man uh we coming up on a man man this has been a great chat man we're gonna <laughs> man we're definitely gonna have to do this again uh but i got bedtime because i got work tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> But man, hey, in closing, just uh, what what would you say in closing? And to you know, I know we kind of went through a, a bunch of different things and stuff. But you know, for for what what advice would you give to to anybody right now, just to uh, um, you know, to 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 get to a level of where you are? Uh, not not just I, gaming, just you know, yeah. Just, uh, I would say acknowledge the fear and recognize the fear that you're facing and put a plan together to conquer that fear. Don't, don't shy away from it. Don't look away from it. Understand that it's in front of you and it's not going to move unless you do something about it and take the journey, give it a shot. Uh, you will regret not taking the first step to, to doing something that you think you might actually really do care about or that you're suppressing that you care about uh, because you're afraid of that fear once you develop the skill the fear level goes down here and once once you're able to open that door and step into it don't be afraid to ask questions uh, study people look at the study creators this is now becoming a job you are now a student of the game and see what other people are doing and all great artists are inspired thieves. What what can you do to improve what other people are doing? Just like what Kobe did to Jordan. He took his game and made it his own and it's modeled. And Kobe is the, the new model of that play style. So look at other creators that inspire you and inspire others to be great. That'll make everything a lot easier to uh, just be real within this industry and that alone everything else will fall into place the creative flow the uh hitting the go live button you're gonna see that that becomes the easy part of the job it's everything else that comes after that it, it's what's difficult so 
just be a student of the game and and don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't don't let your ego get in the way of you not wanting to ask people, hey, how do you do this or what you know what did you do to to create this and shoot your shot. Yo, do you want to collaborate? Don't be afraid to shoot your shot because the worst that people can say is no. Some people will be assholes and say no in a uh, in a way that you may not like, but what what else are they going to do other than say no in 25 different ways? So yeah. the least you can do is just shoot your shot. That's what's up, man. Hey, great, great words, man, from a great person, man. You, you're you great inside oh, now. I appreciate We're that. Through everything you do, man, and, you know, hey, I, they – like I said, you you may not consider yourself pro, but I've seen you play. And even, <laughs> hey, even in your mindset, man, you are definitely a pro in my eyes, man. Because there, there's pros out there that don't have the same kind of uh, of professional mindset that you have. So big hats off to you. Round of applause. I'm gonna hit my my fake uh, uh, soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well, I appreciate you having me. Uh genuinely it was uh it was a blast. I, I didn't realize we're an hour and almost 20 minutes in. I know we're just, right? we're just flowing. We're flowing. Hey, sometimes I gotta I gotta watch, man, because wife gets mad because I th uh my stream last night kind of took uh, it was like well not last night, it was uh uh, uh Tuesday and it was like three hours and I looked up, I was like, oh shit, no. <laughs> gotta go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your efforts. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate you coming on the show and, and giving some insight behind Pro Gamer Tamer. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate and that. Man. Be a new catchphrase, Pro Gamer Tamer. <laughs> <laughs> premium gas, premium gas, man. But yeah, hey, for, for everybody that's watched, going to be watching, make sure you go and follow this man on all of his socials. Uh, great person to follow. Great, great player. You might learn some might learn a thing or two on uh, on especially if you're in gaming, you might learn a thing or two on on, on how to, to up your game. And uh, always, always, if you, no matter what platform you're watching this on, going to watch this on or going to listen to this to uh, make sure you shoot me a follow. I really appreciate it and be bringing you more great content, more great content creators and more professionals and getting behind the bullshit i'm your host and uh we out of here baby even when you feel low you can still go even when you feel slow you can still go even when there's no hope you can still go i never answered a no man i still go 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 It's a lot of fill every single day. I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave. Through the system, I don't wanna be a slave. I've been doing shit.